The greatest artifact of Thassalon's age lies broken and its pieces scattered throughout Verigia. First Emperor Zin's Sahedrin would prove a powerful boon to any who could wield it. Blood has been spilt as agents of Magnamar's Pathfinder Lodge have fallen in the quest to reunite the shards. However, the quest must continue. The people of Verigia must have a defense against the rising rune lords and ancient evils. The shards cannot remain held by villains and put to nefarious purpose. The Yorkton Gamer Guild, in association with RPGMP3.com presents Shattered Star Reforged. And we're in I the dungeon. I want to restart my modem. All right, wonderful. I'm very sorry that people can't see my beautiful face today. <laughs> Gosh darn it, I am adorable tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, for any potential future listeners, this has only been audio recording anyway. Oh. I, 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 oh, let's, at least I don't have to hide the adventure books in front of me. Everybody at uh, home is missing out. Oh, and I washed my hair for nothing. I, I just I, I don't have quite the setup at the moment. I mean, to say nothing of the current <laughs> issues I'm having, I still haven't gone around to figure out my video card issues. Uh, not enough time today. Anyway, uh, who wants to recollect what happened last session? This was last night. Aside from three hours worth of tech difficulties and reconnection issues? Yes, let's focus on what happened in-game. Okay. Uh, we retraced our steps under... Um, in, in the caverns, under the campsite, at the dig site of the Giltspur. Mm -hmm. We traveled down a twisty corridor... And we found a carved out pit. Within this pit, we found a greenish blue fog. Now, curiosity just overtook us as uh, Diana, Archer, her Eidolon, and Gorum uh, repelled, descended, floated. Yes. All the above traversed the shaft. <laughs> went into the fog and found that it was a thing of nightmares. Through their willpower alone, they were able to maintain their sanity. Unfortunately, they encountered two horrendous skull rippers, which is basically skeletons making the form of a giant scorpion times two. Now, they I, really suck. If I may make a slight correction there, as Curtis isn't here to, to provide it, the living nightmare thing only happened to Diane. Ah. Oh, yes. Uh, Gorham was able to descend and just see what the, the, the former library as it is. Ah, okay. Infested with constructs. Um, so, continue, continue. Though so there was a slight delay for the rest of the party, um, for they were perhaps too cautious at first, because, you know, green clouds mean often death. So often. So often. <laughs> but eventually, the remaining members, Alex, Arrow on the Wind, and Rage and Thunder, also descended into the pit, 
leaving dog bag behind. Probably for the best, the poor, lovable, squishy hill giant. He's old. He's squishy. Okay. I like him. I don't think uh, his armor would have helped him against these things. And, no. uh, and so the battle of the library, the secret library, began. The Eidolon was poofed, unfortunately, because it was gang-banged by the giant scorpions of death. I was really trying to use a special attack. Of course you were trying to use a special attack. Backstab. They're skull rippers, but they need to use it very specifically. Anyway, sorry. So the poor spirit animal was beaten to death. We couldn't do much about it because, you know, they were too tough at first. Um... Gora managed to kill the first one by severing its tail and then its head. And, um, I think Arrow killed the second one? Or was it... Yes. Or was after, it uh, after Raging Thunders uh, took advantage of its vulnerability mm-hmm. to disintegrate. Oh, yeah, that. Yes. And so mo- aren't most things vulnerable to disintegrate? Yeah, that's a great thing, isn't it? And so now our party resides in an abandoned uh, library that is most likely wrecked with four double double doors to the four directions. Don't look at my map. Look at your map. <laughs> you shush! Now we got to get out of here before the librarian comes and... and... Gives us a fine for trash in the library. Because she's going to be pissed! Alright. So, should somebody go up and tell Togbat it's either safe to descend or that he should stay up there and guard our exit? Well, I think at this point, Diane has still retreated and is possibly um, deciding that, that this is too scary. Her. Anangrama was just pooped. It was bad. And, and yes. they frightened her. And this place this this place is not nice. I'm gonna stay out here and study them. And I need Togbed with me. Togbed is good Wise bodyguard. Move. I'll try and describe any enchantments we come across that might be blocking the adjudication spells. Diane uses a level 4 sarcasm quip in regards to Gorham's ability to adjudicate spells. <laughs> level 4. Alright. Well, the party has uh, been able to look over, and in fairness, the majority of the books had seemed to have already like basically crumbled to dust uh, ahead of time. Uh, but the party has looted over all the items they found of value in here. What would they like to do? I uh, guess we should start investigating doors. Which one first? Uh, ooh, I'm ooh. next to the north door. Let me see if there's any special Thassalone traps on them. Oh. Ten uh, point. Alex. Um, I should get their sheet up so, so I have access to here. 
they might not want people leaving the library. Uh, Hello? Sorry, no. Uh, map map up, updates here. Oh boy, new version of the character sheet again. Uh, sorry, it's turning her luck off because she's not going to suspend it for this. And then she will make four perception checks to check the traps. One, two, Four. And after taking a quick run around and examining each of the doors thoroughly, she kind of walks a little disappointed and slower in her gait and kind of leans against Arrow's shoulder. Nothing. Aww. Not a one. Don't worry. Don't worry. Maybe there's traps behind the doors. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was checking for those too, and I didn't find any signs of them. Arrow gently pats her shoulder, consolingly. There wasn't even any fun books in here. My poor Sparrow. So many questions. You must remember, this is only the first. Did you cut out there, Travis? Trey, did you hear me? Uh, yes, you just kind of clipped off near the end said, just remember, this is only the first room. Yeah. See, I heard it, but then room clipped off for some reason. I don't know. Strangeness. What was that, dear? Uh, I'm trying to find where we had the, the bus. Uh, yeah, go, yeah, go to the top there. Top, top, top. See, you're right, you're right there. But, uh, oh. yeah. Okay. So those, those are all good right now. Okay. So, though you can click the thing to make the announcement box go away if you want. Anyway, uh, alright, so Alex has, um, sulkily said that all the doors seem safe to traps. What does the party wish to do? Um, I'll put away my Admantian falchion and take back Life Drinker into my hand and, uh, try the door next to me since I'm. Next to a door. All right. The door opens up to falling rubble and the appearance of a hallway that has been filled with the smooth black bubbles of a lava fill of ancient origin. Mm. Cold lava. Uh, I think this way is a no-go. Um, Alex will try... Um, Alex, I'm sorry. Arrow will try the door next to her, which is to the east. At least according to this map. Okay. Uh, once again, rubble. A hallway that is filled up. And requires excavation to see anything. <laughs> Sorry, was that trash? Better, better old lava than fresh. Uh, true, true enough. True, true enough. We're getting a bit of echo from We're getting a bit of echo from 
All right, let me switch to my earphones. Probably be better. Yeah. Are you playing with your beads again, dear? With your beads again, dear. With your beads again, dear. I trouble. Pop, 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 pop. Shush, shush. What? 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 Hush. Okay. Everything good? Everything. A little tug of love. Yep, less echoey. All right. And I think it's giving me a bit more time on, on your end before cutting off there. Uh, so yes, uh, another door opened, another, well, not necessarily a dead end, just one requiring the same amount of formation and effort that the giants required to excavate the guilt spur so far, but the giants are gone now except for Togbad. I'm guessing we're going to have end up with one viable exit. I mean... It would be a poor adventure if there wasn't at least one viable exit. I'll move over to this door. Oh, we open up both of them at the same time? <laughs> All right. Sure. On the count of three, both doors are pushed open. And one of them leads somewhere. Woohoo. Uh, one, of them, uh, one of them extends into a hallway with another pair of doors at the end of it. It has the same uh, general design features of Thassalon, uh giant construction, so the, the ceilings are quite high in this hallway. Uh, yes, you're, you're given another pair of doors as the protective wards seem to have held up against lava flow in this area. Mm. Well, hopefully they've got something more interesting than musty old books down here. Uh, I want musty old books. Unless they have pottery. I'm sorry, I started the recording again now, so the world can hear how sorry I am. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, we can work with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we can we can blame the the what was it the the surge protector? Is that what you bumped yeah. into? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's I think it's supposed to be backup power, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work. I think it's too old and the battery's dead on it or something. Aww. So it is basically just an overgrown surge protector at this point. Are are we likely to be facing more constructs in here since this thing's been dead in lava? And should I stick with adamantine rather than uh, life drinking sword? Hmm. Well, Thessalonians, we're fond well, of using constructs. I'm thinking that whatever's in here, it has. Are we, are we having time legs between me and you, Travis, again? That lasted a long time. One. Two. Two. Three. Okay, that was a really long uh, delay there. <laughs> Haru! Uh, uh, hmm. Travis, we, we, we need to get you a better thinking or something. I will be right 
bad. <laughs> no, HMO? we can't have tech troubles. We were doing fine. Okay, quickly drive over to Carter's house. <laughs> I will be right back. I think I, well, I can do that. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if he took you literally. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, time to put on clothes. Damn it! We were using this newfound no camera thing for comfort. Yeah, now I have to put on my boulder shoulder holder thingy on. Over over the shoulder boulder holder. There we go. That's what oh, it is. Oh, come on. We're all friends. Blah. <sighs> Pride Carter out of the corset. It's very slimming, I thank you. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Oh. One. You say what? Two. Three. Hello. 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 Okay. One. Two. Three. Four. There we go. Five. All right. Blue. Action. <laughs> Dabba dee, dabba die. Close enough. Alright, so. Party did stuff. Party in library. Party opened doors to find lava flows. Party opened another door to find hallway. Gorm is inside hallway. That that sound about right for where we should be? Yeah, what's the ceiling like? How high are we? How are we? Um, we'll call it 20 feet. Okay. The Thessalonians did like their high ceilings. Well, they employed a lot of giants, I remember hearing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so there's a, a Gorm was asking the party members about constructs, and I think Raging Thunder and Alex were both saying something about they've been used by the Thessalonians, and they do have a good life expectancy. But Alex will also probably pop up and say something like, of course, it could also be things like outsiders. They typically don't age very well. Uh, they typically don't age much at all. And um, while well, it could be undead as well, certainly, if, if this has anything to do with, with the um, Rune Lord of, of uh, uh, Gluttony, then there would be lots of undead here, potentially. Hmm. Right. Well, at least if it's not sentient stuff, they probably didn't go insane from 6,000 years and buried under rock or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure anyone who was actually able to think would go insane from being alive that long. That explains the gods. Oh. So. Uh, after a, a brief theological discussion then on the nature of gods and their sanity. Uh... Approach the doors to uh, the south. And I use the right water this time. Thank you, dear. The right water. The right water. Okay, so we're done this. Uh, not much. Uh, there was a brief discussion, but uh, Gorm asking about which sword to use. 
I vote for the Antimantium. And and the Wolverine sword, yes. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, what the heck, I'll switch back to that since it's uh, served me well against the our first constructs. Old Faithful. The, um, the Verishians liked constructs? Was that what? Thessalonians. 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 The, the Ashgat. The Ashgat. Now, in, in fairness, the, the Ashgat refers specifically to the Rune Lord and such. The Ruin class. True. Which most of these ruins were built by or built for. Yes, but there were underlings. Anyway, unless there's any other questions, does the party wish to proceed? Continue on ahead. Uh, March. Stealthily approach the doors. Marching rub out position. against them for traps. Why? Uh, Very much not touching the floor. <laughs> I touch the floor. It's my way. Okay. Uh, so, yes, Alex is beside Goran to be looking for traps. Um, I don't see anything here either. All right, I will. Open the doors. Do they open in or out? Or towards us or away from us? Um, I believe these doors open... Hmm. This is a good question that I'm never sure of. We'll, we'll, say, we'll say that they open towards you guys. Um, Alright, I will pull on the door then. Yes. So, if I do this properly... Does that work well? Six probably statues in the corners. In each of the six corners of this hexagonal room, a statue stands atop a dais. Each is of a six-foot-tall woman dressed in a short robe and wielding a silvery sword. The statues have four wings the lower pair of each being small and atrophied, and have no faces whatsoever. They look... Uh, faceless angels, so they can't weep. They look something... like this. <laughs> faceless angels. I was just making a joke, because, you know, weeping angels, but... Huh. They don't have to cover their faces. So are these like long swords then it looks like? Yes. Uh, are you checking one out then? Um, sure. Well, let's take a step into the room at least and uh, show me which statue you want to check out. Uh, I'll check out this one in the corner here, the first one I come to. All right. Uh, you step in and then you step a bit further taking a look. You're able to see that it actually appears to be a real sword made of metal as opposed to the stonework of the statue, when all of a sudden uh, mouths appear on each of the statues, and from six corners of the room come the same voice. Welcome to the Hall of Arcane Wonder. 
please treat all exhibits with care and respect, and do not attempt unsanctioned interactions within. Enjoy your visit. And I imagine that was in wow. Thessalonian? Um, it had a strange accent, but you understood it perfectly as your regular speech. Hmm. What counts as unsanctioned? Your question receives no response from the hallway and the room. Hmm. Um, Arrow hearing that other uh, grim unified but multiple voices causes her to have some alarm, so she uh, steps into the room as well. My sure was terrible here. Uh, Arrow at the ready, thinking that Goron was being attacked. Okay. I will uh, detect magic around the room. All right. Uh, there is the a minor. Uh, well, I should say there, there. There's a very rich magical aura throughout the entire place. You have noticed it in the previous room. Um, which, at the very least, you would suspect being the mage's private sanctum spell. But but there's even other layers of it. As well as there's a magical aura coming from each of the statues. But but this, this right. entire well, structure is just seeped with magic of many sorts. Since they spoke, I'd assume there's going to be oh, some enchantment. Would I be able to identify any specific spell effects? Uh, specific spells in in the the building or the statues or what do you what would you if you're trying to specifically look at? Uh, yeah, like in the rooms themselves. You said there's many layers. Okay. Uh, make me a spellcraft check. Can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, with a thirty-one, Raging Thunder is able to identify. Um. So the, the architecture of, of the rooms radiates strong abjuration and divination magic. Hmm. You're able to figure out that there's about... Let's see. I'm trying to think here. Uh, that there's about silent. five... Okay. Different effects. Yeah, Travis, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, sorry. This is the one thing with Discord is when it silences, it goes silent. Um, yeah. Uh, where were we? Yes. About five different magical effects entwined and put into the rooms. Uh, of these, you're able to identify uh, three of them. The first 
is general preservation magics. The stone is magically treated, the metals you're coming across are magically treated. These are something that um, resists damage, erosion, maintains a safe environment that, that reduces um, dust and, and upkeep and such. Uh, a fairly typical type of warding for a structure that was meant to be a uh, uh, high mage's citadel of type. The second is the mage's private sanctum spell, which we identified earlier. Uh, the third is a tongues effect. Uh, there, there is an effect ah. of a tongues spell. Um, ah. For, for, for basically any, anyone within these rooms so far. Well, that explains that why we are all able to understand. Uh, there are two other effects, but with your spellcraft, you're not able to pick them apart and identify them just from reading the auras. It, it, it's very heavy and layered, and it takes quite a bit of your expertise just to pluck out those three specific effects. Hmm. Quite curious as to what this. So, sorry, you cut off at the end there. You might have to speak a bit louder. I said I'm quite I'm quite curious as to what it might be then. Mm -hmm. Um. Make me a knowledge arcana check. Worse, uh, one. All right. With the 23, uh, you're able to determine that for these effects, for so many of these effects, to be running constantly, while, the, while they may be getting some assistance from the outer sky metal coating of the guilt spur, there still would have to be some sort of source or, or funnel of the magic to, to power such constant effects. Hmm. Now, that, that source could be a, a cabal of, of mages performing regular rituals, there, it could be some sort of portal tapping into outside, there, there's a lot of options, but there would have to be some sort of source or, or maintenance done to, to keep all of these wards still running at such a high amount of power this many years later. All right. Is there... Uh, okay, uh, the tech magic on the swords themselves that the uh, statues are holding, is there any particular magic coming from them? The swords are not magical, but there is a magical aura on each of the statues. You said these swords are silvery? Uh, you, they... you will actually recognize them as a Sky Metal blend based on your experience with Sky Metals. They are uh, Masterwork Cold Cicatite Long Swords. Mm. Sounds fancy. Uh, anybody want to hear um, that? Watch as I see if um, removing one of these swords is a sanctioned action. I would assume it's not. 
Well, it's better than pottery. I'd like to get something to study from a Pastelonian culture premiere. <laughs> but do you, if do, these... do you want to attempt to disarm then, since you're. Uh... What do you What's mean? What's your expertise? Oh, oh, you want me to look for traps? Sure. Mm, I don't see anything. Alright, I'll see if the uh, sword is removable from the hand of the statue near me. Arrow is still at the ready. Okay. Do you want to make a strength check thing? Sure. Ooh, Gorham rolled poorly. Mm. The sword may be separate, but through either magic or very skilled workmanship, the stone hand around it is as solid as stone. And it doesn't give away to a quick grab. Is there any significance in these winged, faceless statues? Uh... Something. Uh, knowledge religion, or are you asking Alex about that? Yeah. Okay. They, they, uh... She's my go to knowledge person. Hmm. I mean, I guess they must have something to do with a good deity, right? They're angels? I don't really know. Well, don't even demons have? Some demons have wings? Hmm. Yeah. There are some, but not usually four wings. Not the feathery type. They're faceless, defaced angels? Maybe they used to have faces when the Thessalonians were here and they had their own gods. Mm. I hear that some of the Thessalonian gods aren't on Galorion anymore. Hall of Arcane Wonder. Perhaps their faces eroded. Well, Raging Thunder, did you say that there was preservation magic on the place? That is correct. If the magics are still in place, it doesn't make sense that the face is eroded. This unsettles Perhaps me. that is how... Perhaps this is how the... So, sorry, you keep dropping off <laughs> after a couple words. I don't know why. I, I, I think I, I think your auto detect is too sensitive. Yeah. Or not sensitive enough. Are you saying it's insensitive? <laughs> yes. Wait. Uh, I'd like to try and move down to this statue and see if it sorts uh, any uh, Travis looser. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Uh, go into settings. That little gear beside your name at the at the bottom of the channel list there. User settings. Yep. Okay. Go to voice. And then you'll see a little bar for input sensitivity. Got it. And maybe lower that a bit. All right, how's that? Any better? Yeah, I, I, good so far. So far. All right. This is me talking. 
Yep, sounds good. Now, imitate Raging Thunder, because that always happens when Raging Thunder hits. No, I, I, I think I think you're doing good now. I'm hearing, well, I mean, I'm hearing a bit more of the background static, but that's fine. It, it's 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 not cutting you off too soon. You wish to, for me to speak as Raging Thunder to <laughs> tell you about Father Storm and Mother Zephyr. Oh yes, please. Are they actual people, or are they legends of Shawanti myth, or are they actual animals, or are or, or those from the elemental planes that came and taught the Shawanti their ways and guided them in the long t- lost times? They have guided our people for time untold. They are the father and mothers of our people. Well, yes, but were the actual Shawantis that just had aspects of those characteristics that they took on, and now legend has personified them in the actual spirits that they were known as, or... She does this. I'm sorry. <laughs> you would. This might, they are. This may not be the best time. Well, they are Father Storm. They are Father Storm. Father Zephyr. They are... They are as they always have been. Hey, anyway, as, as Alex is slightly chagrined, what does the party wish to do? There are open hallways into two other rooms, as well as a, a closed doorway. I want to see if this sword on this other statue is any looser. Okay, you have a strength check? Yes. What did I do with my character sheet? <laughs> I do want to mention that Arrow is very suspicious of these statues. Okay, we're keeping your eye on them. Yeah. Uh, a little better, but not. After they have been created like this. After her tangle with a Medusa, she's she doesn't trust statues. Yeah, but the statues anymore. weren't the dangerous part there. Right, Carter. Yep. Is it possible that uh, these might be constructs? Would my knowledge be able to tell me? You can give a knowledge or canon check. All right. 23. It certainly is possible they could be constructs. However, unless they can be spot to mo- um, shown to move, or, or they have some aspect that is hollow... It's also possible that they could be just pure enchanted stone and have no physical differentiation um, between a regular statue and a construct until they move. You do not recognize them as a particular or specific type of construct just standing there in that form. Sparrow? Yes. Remind me what exhibit means. Oh, an exhibit is like a place where you show your um, historical or unique findings, usually in like a museum or some sort of gallery. A museum. Yes. It's it's a place where they take um, artifacts of the past or present to examine them and show them off so that people can learn from them or, or, or just have them as idle curiosities and entertainment. I see. It's how he's got some of my paychecks before I travel with mirror and then other things but not with you guys and we kind of get paid by selling those artifacts but not to a museum which makes me conflicted but i have a lot of fun with you guys i i am happy for that um 
I'll, I'll make one more attempt to get one of these artifacts so we have something to look at. Mm. These statues. I, these statues said something I, about being an exhibit, did they not? Uh, yes. Well, um, they 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 call it the Hall of Arcane Wonders. I wonder if this was some sort of Thessalonian museum. Uh, Gorham. It's it's not that it's impossible. It's it's just it's gonna take a little bit of time. Well, I could always hack one of the hands off with the with my sword, but that'd probably be more frowned upon. But then they haven't done anything to me for trying to pry out a sword. Yeah, but they're stupid long swords, not good swords. Um, in fairness, Alex is able to value them. The oh, yeah? the amount of sky metal in them makes them decently valuable. They would each be worth uh, 1,315 gold pieces. You said they were made of cold sycorite? Uh, sycotite, yes. That is one of the sky metals. Uh... And that, that, what makes that so special? Uh, well, it's rarity for one thing. Sycotite in particular is attuned to either a hot or cold property. Uh, as a weapon, they would automatically do a piece of cold damage. Though, alternatively, just the, the general uses of sky metal, even if not as a sword, would make it valuable that a mage could want it to other uses. I guess that's worth one more check mm-hmm. since they're valuable. While people discuss mm-hmm. things, I'll continue my prying. I I don't feel good about disturbing such places. I'm definitely not strong today. It's 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 because you're having to reach up. They're they're on their diocese and it's an awkward angle, and you're not really able to get your full strength into it easily. So I should climb on top of them. I mean, like I said, it's not impossible. You, you can tell that you're able to shift them and, and pull them, but it's, it's, it, it takes more than just like a six-second pull. This, this would be either using something specific to, to give you bonuses or a take 20. You would, you would be um, more successful. How long's taking twenty take? Twenty times as long, I believe. Ah. So, yeah, basically a couple minutes each. Uh, people want to stay here that long? I I think it would cause more trouble than it would be worth. They may end up giving you the swords at the pointed end first. Ah, that's been tried before. And that was a lot of fun. <sighs> My life is not dull around you, Gorham. I will say that. Well, if you guys want to keep discussing things, I'll, I'll keep prying, but... <sighs> I would like to leave this room. Okay. All right, Taylor. 
Is there only one exit door down there? Uh, there's also, I'm not sure, can you guys see the hallways? Oh, I can. On the lower left and right? Yeah, let me make them a bit more visible. Okay. Ah. I'm pretty close to one. Does that help it out? Yes. So if I was to move down to here, I could see something more? Yes. All right. I'm going to... So, as Gorham peeks down... Uh, half of this hexagonal room is buried under a wall of hardened lava, including the hindquarters of a gray stone statue of a faceless sphinx. The sphinx sits atop Ooh. a two-foot-tall dais. Shallow shelves have been carved into the side of the dais, in which sit various objects that appear to be of an oracular nature. Crystal balls sensors, and the like, many of which have fallen from their alcoves to crack or shatter on the stone floor. There is also another, um... The Sphinx does not make a sound of a cat. <laughs> you don't have to make commentary about Carter's DMing. He's trying as hard as he can. There's also another hallway, if, if I can... If, if, if that noted... <laughs> That shows. Oh, off to the side there. Yeah. Down there. Yeah, you can see it. Uh, got a statue in here. Uh, Ooh, statue. Sparrow wants to see. Uh, Alex scatters forward. Hmm. Have I seen that somewhere before? Have we? Oh. Oh. Do not hold us in suspense. Um. Well, this could be nothing, but when I was spending some time in Orision, um, there, there, there had lots of sphinxes. And and then there was this one text in the library I wasn't supposed to look at, but I came in late at night and broke in and read the book anyway. And it was talking about a faceless sphinx, and it was uh, some sort of deity um, called Narlathotep. <laughs> it was something about a god mm. of conspiracies and dangerous secrets and forbidden magics. And And one... Of, of the forms of him was a faceless sphinx. Oh. Now that I think about it, I might also remember something about him uh, uh, having faceless angels in service to him. Not that they were actual angels, but mostly disguises used to deceive. Ah. And something about him also having a nickname as the Crawling Chaos. I knew I had a bad feeling about this place. I wonder if it's because if he's a sphinx, he has to crawl because he's on four legs. 
Sorry. Uh, let's see. What? It has the legs of a cat. Would it not walk around and knock over things? <laughs> hmm. I suppose that would be chaotic. That seems pretty minor for such a old and dangerous deity. So do we want to search and see if there's anything of use in this room or anything more about the statue or move on for something more obvious? Well, since we're down here, we might as well explore. Okay. Um, who wants to check out stuff by the streets then? Or what you doing? Uh, detect magic into the room because yeah. Alright. A bunch of oracular uh, items in there. Uh, make a spellcraft check. Okay. That would be a 36. Alright. So, there is a magical aura from one of the shelves. In addition, however, you're able to notice that there is a slight shift in the general room magical auras of the guilt spur in this room. You're able to identify that this chamber is not included in the Maidu's private sanctum effects. Interesting. This would mean that scrying spells would function normally in this chamber. Hmm. Interesting. Makes sense. They wanted this crawling chaos to be able to see into here, or they want... Uh... See out of here. No. Divination spells are normally for seeing beyond what your eyes can detect. That's when I close my eyes. That is called dreaming, I suspect. Indeed, dreaming is a form of travel. Alright, so is anyone doing anything other than looking into the room from its doorway? Alright, is there anything else that's actually magical in there? Yes, there, there is something with a magical aura among the shelves and items. Okay. Can I see what it is exactly? Um, you'd have to get closer. There's a lot of different things on there. You're able to just kind of see the, the, the general location of it. All right, I will pull a Gorum and actually walk into the room. Okay. Uh, walking into the room. Um, as you approach the shelves of the dais, um... Suddenly, it feels like the room is spinning around you. 
You see the Sphinx grind to life, sh- shrugging off the stone um, lava that encases it, all while uh, turning to face you. You feel paralyzed as the faceless gaze looks straight into you, and you can see the floor and the walls beginning to crumble away. You don't see the party anymore. Instead, you are in a vast darkness. Space, perhaps, seeing only vaguely in the distance small pinpricks of stars. But in front of you, dominating the view, is the Sphinx. You feel the certainty of a singular malevolence looming around the blackness. A darker dark amid the blackness of space. It fills your mind, whispering a myriad of strange and horrific secrets. Make a roll save. Uh-oh, I think it's taking him over. I should behead him. No beheading. You're going to do that anyways. You've been reading my diary. Keep a diary? 16. Wait. Alright. Willpower as I was on uh, what? strength. Wait, wait, just what a second. It should be eighteen with the uh, heroism. Is your heroism buff not turned on? For some... It is, but if for some reason it's not adding to it. Let me... Uh, no, no, no. Your, your heroism is there, but it's not clicked enabled. Or, or do you just do mm-hmm. that off and on? I just did it off and on. Right now. Okay. So, there we go. Now it's oh. showing. It, it may just have needed to recalculate. Or maybe right. it wasn't... Um, so yes. Alright. Um, okay, so 18. You are able to pull your mind back and you find yourself standing once more in the room. To the rest of the party, um, you just see Raging Thunder stand just mid-step for just a second longer than usual before take, before standing, uh, before finishing his step forward towards the Sphinx and then perhaps having a, a strange sudden paleness or shock look to his face. Oh. You know that for a moment there, you stood before an entity known as the Crawling Chaos. Hmm. Well, I will continue to hold my. Have my head held high, because it is Father Storm and Mother Zephyr that guide my steps. All right. They would not want me to step back. But there is Nyarlathotep. I felt his presence here. Hmm. All right, I will. Come into the room to be prepared to 
fight Nile Arthodep when. Okay. Uh, he is here and not here. But. The whispers he said, he said are not the soothing comfort that I get from Mother's Offer. Uh, so yes, so you're able to see that, uh, while some of them have been knocked to the ground, uh, there is a number of, uh, tools, uh, particularly those aligned with divination, as well as the components for various divination spells, all along the dais shelving. Okay. Does, uh... Um, is there anything... Yeah. That could be useful. All right. Uh, does someone want to open up the loot sheet? The loot sheet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who do we have as a volunteer for this? Oh, my. Um, I can do that. Okay. Things got it. Let me know when you're ready, thing. Get down to the bottom here. Okay. All right. There is a dented font made of mithril, which is worth 900 gold pieces. Okay. A handful of strange dice carved from knuckle bones with a strange organic but clearly made of gold and some sort of metal alloy. Um, So some sort of strange creature uh, that are worth 500 gold piece as a set. So this was dice carved from bones? Yeah. Uh, if, if, if we want to say that Alex probably does a knowledge check and identifies it, we'll call them Titan Bones. Ooh. Hmm. A, okay. yep, a silver diviner's rod worth 200 gold piece. Okay. A curious metal orb set with tiny jet stones worth 180 gold pieces. And then the magic item that attracted Raging Thunder's attention in the first place is a crystal ball, which upon close Mm -hmm. examination has a hairline fracture running through part of it. A crystal ball? A crystal ball. A magic crystal ball. Oh. Ooh, hairline fracture. Alright, exact. Alright, uh, can I examine it to see what kind of effect a hairline fracture uh, would have on such a thing? Uh, well, you should probably do a spellcraft to make sure it's what you suspect it to be. All right, that's probably a good idea. Let's see what we got. 
All right. I have a 38. So that's sufficient to identify it as, yes, a proper crystal ball. Um, however, this one is definitely broken. You suspect it will still function, but it will probably have a strong negative effect on someone who uses it. But you are able to determine at least that, uh, provided it doesn't take additional damage, it is still technically functional. Hmm. And, and it's not at risk of sudden failure, but there would... It wouldn't be comfortable to use, you suspect. So it's magic, does that mean you don't have to have actually use a scrying spell, or...? Um... I, I believe crystal balls do allow just a general use of them to scry for you. I'd have to look up specifically. Alright, I'm checking up crystal ball right now, actually. Cool. Also, can we have an inside joke that Raging Thunder is haunted by a elderly domestic cat? <laughs> <laughs> the crawling chaos haunts Raging Thunder forevermore. Taunting him with Sounds legit. Taunting him with cattlewalling. <laughs> you yes. want to know my first Those secrets. are the dark whispers. Uh, dark uh, dark whispers and tainted hairballs. Yes. Alright. So, okay, uh, uh, for a crystal ball, a character can use a magical crystal ball to see over virtually any distance or into other planes of existence, as with the spell Scrying. Let's see here. It can be used multiple times a day, but the DC to resist its power decreases by one for each additional use. And certain ones also have additional abilities. This one is a basic one. Still, that's... 42,000 gold for that one. That's for nice. a non-broken one, but yes, it's still valuable, perhaps. Where'd you grab that from? That's a good book to read. You should read that. Is this the first one? Yes. Sorry. Um, and anyway, I, I revealed the next room, because while this is going on, Gorm is close enough to the hallway that he's able to see into the next room. Ooh, a sun. And then, and, and for the most part, the rest of the party probably takes a bit of notice, because this is a, a rather um, um, colorful room. Uh, the chamber hums with an unsettling noise. Right at its center churns a great ball of fire. The sphere measures ten feet across and hangs in the center of the chamber, periodically sending short tendrils of fire out as if tasting the air around it. Ooh, pretty. All right, before I walk into that room, I will definitely check it out. With the glowing eyeballs. Detect magic. Okay. Uh, you can give me a spellcraft, and you can also give me a knowledge or cannon check if you wish. Okay, spellcraft of 30 and Ledger Arcana of 22. 
All right. Uh, between detecting magic and the knowledge arcana, this is a rather unique situation. Um, you can identify the Sphere of Flames as a delayed blast fireball spell that has somehow been paused at the instant of detonation. Very delayed. The fire is very real. Ooh. You can feel some heat off it, and most likely you feel it stronger getting close to it. Uh, in addition... Dare you to touch it. In addition, Raging Thunder, Spellcraft, is able to help you determine that um, this hanging fireball is a boon to those who study and prepare evocation magic. Uh, okay. I could I also, could give you the specifics, but to be honest, the party can't benefit from them. But if you want to know, uh, any oh, because we have no prepared casters. Yes. <laughs> any spellcaster who prepares an evocation spell in this room while studying the fireball can prepare that evocation spell as if it were enhanced by Empower Spell, but without increasing the spell's actual level. Up to three spells may be prepared in this manner, but doing so requires a DC-30 Spellcraft check. And there is a potential for magical feedback if the spellcaster fails to do so. Unfortunately, there is no benefit for spontaneous casters. Wow. But definitely good to know. So they intended for people to rest in this uh, particular room. Perhaps. Or at least study. Oh, it is just like a museum for wizards! Yay! Oh, it's such a pretty trap. Wait, trap? Dare you to poke it. Uh, yeah, I might have to uh, cast a resist energy <laughs> off myself. I wouldn't poke it. That would probably set it off. Sparrow, no. Raging Thunder, do you know how far fireballs explode? Enough to fill this room. Aww. And but, possibly a little bit further. So we wouldn't be safe to throw something at it and see if it goes off? I would wager not. Aww. Maybe it's a super fireball. It, that is exactly what it is. Or a small sun. It's a really neat trap, but it's not hidden very well. <laughs> Alright. Quick what, Ashton? Are any of the uh, walls scorched? Um, no. Not that you can see. Uh, make a knowledge arcana check. It's part of that repair spell thing. Knowledge arcana. 
27. Um, yes, it's entirely possible that the preservation wards would resist any such scorching or remove it over time. Alex, do you think you could disarm it? I want to try. Um, but it's probably easy to avoid if we just don't touch it. I don't think it would go off if we don't touch it. Ah, uh, quitter talk. Ooh, arrow's giving me a look. I don't want you to get hurt. That's the thing. I, 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 I don't see the need to shut it down. So to speak. Yeah, you're right. It would basically be like destroying an exhibit if I were to, to take it down and disable it. And, and then future wizards wouldn't be able to use it to prepare their spells with extra explosions. Exactly. So it looks like we have doors on the bottom or another hallway directly opposite. You want to go Correct. There? Yeah. Let's go to the one that's directly opposite. Then I will. You want to go to the hallway there? Okay. Take a look. Take a look. Um. Okay. So Raging Thunder doesn't have dark vision, and I'm pretty sure oh. the light source stays with Alex normally. Oh. What about this fireball as the light source? True. I guess, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. I am not thinking with enough dynamic features. Also, I can cast light into the room if needed. True. Uh, can you guys see the doors at the top and bottom there? Yes. Uh, I can just barely see the edge of the doors okay. at the bottom, but yeah, I see the as, ones at the As top. long as you're aware of those. Yep. Um... A hulking object lies upon a 15-foot-wide circular dais at the center of this room. The object is made of stone and seems to be a fragment of a much larger, colossal stone carriage or conveyance with immense stone rollers for wheels. Snake motifs cover every corner of the object, while its front has been carved to resemble an immense serpent's skull. Smaller shelves built into the edge of the dais contain numerous other objects, ranging from weapons to pieces of armor to more mysterious objects. Because the cat is back. Mysterious objects. You said armor? Uh, yes. Uh, no. Um, take a look at it, study it, if I need to, detect magic. Uh, Monitor Cano would be appropriate to study it. Alex has a role of her own there. Alex, Smirky. Ooh! Alright. I've only read about these in books before. This looks like a piece of a juggernaut. Holy crap. Um, I actually got the same roll of 36. You get the exact same thing, too. It's it, it's kind of strange oral tradition passed down that's 
basically like stories from the Asgats that were told to the Shawanti. But you're able to know that uh, juggernauts were powerful constructs, not of arcane origin, but enhanced and powered by faith, and were used by ancient religions as machines of war. Uh, given, given the su surviving portion of this uh, juggernaut, it must have been a truly colossal monster when it lived. When it lived, as in it is deactivated now? Correct. This is just like a piece of it. Okay. Hmm. Can I go take a look? Uh... After traps are checked. Uh, no traps mm. here. Alex looks longingly back at the fireball. With a perception of 52? I hope not. Uh, go check out the armor and stuff. Okay. Alright, you may go. They're really more like pieces. There's not like proper full pieces. Uh, a lot of it shows signs of, of damage, and it is very much reminiscent of a museum display, um, where they're not fully functional, but they're kind of pieced together um, to, to, to look more impressive than they actually are. There are a few other mm -hmm. curiosities you notice as you're checking out the shelves, though. Uh... There is a mask in the shape of a serpent's face uh, of beaten gold with Ooh. amethyst eyes. Is it magical? Uh, no. It is worth 1,400 gold piece, though. As you're clearly casting Detect Magic, uh, Raging Thunder spots in a second alcove a mummified snake uh, that has a magic aura inside it. A third alcove contains um, a magical slender rod of iron, half of it covered in a grip as though um, a snake coiling around it. Hmm. Uh, I will point out things that look magical. And in a fourth alcove, a magical item. Uh, Google, work for me. Work for me, Google. Oh, you know, work for me. Okay, and um, in in fourth alcove uh, appears to be a, a mace styled uh, from a, a a metal casting and sculpture of, of a serpent coiled up. Well, coiled up at one end and clearly there extending are. elsewhere. Are a lot of snake. Imagery here. Uh, knowledge history, or do you wish Alex to have a go at that? <coughs> Alex, because I have no knowledge history. 
know it has smaller tissues. Oh, these must be artifacts from the 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 Warring Serpent Folk Empire that was a rival to Thassalon back in the ages past. Oh, I see. Hmm. Uh, anyway, yes, you have three magical auras. One inside a mummified snake, uh, one in a slender iron rod, and another one for a snake-shaped mace. Hmm. Can I check out the mummified snake? It might go well with my dwarf finger. Sure. So, Gorum picks it up. Sure. You pick it up, and it crumbles to dust in your hands. And there is a, a slight tink, tink, as something uh, small and blue drops from it onto the ground. That's not fine. I uh, pick up the small bluey thing. It's um, it looks to be a sphere of blue crystal. Uh, like and after, after a moment of holding it, it begins would... to try to lift from your hand and revolve around your head. Um, I understand. I, I let it do that. Okay. Uh, what does this do again? <laughs> Hold, please. Hold, please. Unless we, you just want to give me a bunch of spellcraft checks so I can look into these things. I will do a spellcraft check to look this up. All right. So Forty-seven. That's on the ironstone to start with. Yep. Yep. Phenomenal cosmic All power. Right. It is an incandescent blue sphere ironstone that provides a plus two enhancement mm. bonus to wisdom. From your notes, this oddly enough would be the next one needed to activate the remaining shard. What luck! Hmm. This is. Hmm. Definitely what we needed. Does anybody need plus two wisdom? Well, Arrow could always use. I won't stack with your headband. Bonus to and will we... saves. Aww. Um. It doesn't hurt to have a bonus to. Uh... Will saves. Uh, yeah, I, th I think anyone except Arrow would benefit from it. I could lend um, Raging Thunder my Lust Shard. Oh. Although this is not a shard. I've already got the... Uh, it's an Ion Stone. Well, true. I've already got a plus two Wisdom okay. effect. So, well... Uh, it'll then either be Alex or Raging Thunder. Um, Alex is perception skill monkey, but she doesn't need a bonus that much. Uh, her will save is also not bad. What's uh, what's Raging Thunder's will save as? All you magic -y types are strong-willed. Uh, with right now with the. Uh... Yeah, with heroism, it's plus 11. Okay. So, um, 
Alex is a plus 12, and that gets even higher when she's using her archaeologist luck. So, it, Raging Thunder seems a good choice for it. But that's just... Uh, players decide amongst yourself. Oh. I have no objection. It could be Raging Thunder's initiation for the group. Hmm. I assume it'll... Uh... End up needing that uh, for the shard, so. Sounded like. Hmm. What fortuitous yeah. luck! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright, do you wish a spellcraft for the slender iron rod or the mace next? Um, Iron Rod hand would be the next one. Iron Rod? Okay. Sure. That would be... A34. It is a wand of sepia snake sigil with eight charges. Okay. Are you hoping for something else? That's the iron rod. Yes, iron wand. No, I just uh, thought it's uh, it's quite uh, humorous that they would put sepia uh, snake sigil on the wand. It's a it's a great spell, but not one I expected for serpent folk. For serpent folk, sure, totally appropriate. All right. All right. I'm going to spellcraft for the uh, mace now. A mace of windu. All right. Even though it has the shape, even though it has a shape of a mace, you identified as the rod of the viper. Mm. Oh. It acts as a plus two heavy mace, and it the rod's possessor is evil, can be called once per day to have the head of it become an actual serpent, where any strike does its usual damage and can also potentially poison a creature. Hmm. Sounds handy if you ever want to do a Conan the Barbarian playthrough. <laughs> yes. And unfortunately, unless something has changed, um, it will not obey anyone of the party at the moment. No, it, it would just be a plus two heavy mason. That's it. Wait. So I have to get technically. Evil? I technically I could. Oh yes, I suppose it could be used magic device, couldn't it? I. Yeah, I, I have a ridiculous use magic device. It's, uh, oh yes, alignment. Uh, but that being said, are 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 you proficient with heavy maces? Are they simple or are they martial? They're simple. I I believe there's they simple weapons, you know. But I already have my rod of uh, thunder yeah. and lightning too. So. Mm. Uh, so um, decisions, decisions. I mean, I, I I'm trying to think here. I I, I guess. 
Um, Alex could, could technically use a weapon upgrade, maybe. It does. Heavy mace is simple. She also uses her bow, though, so maybe keep it in the party loot sheet, and, and next time the party sits down and goes shopping, we'll determine if she wants to use it or not. All right. Yeah, sounds good. It requires a use magic uh, device DC of 30 to emulate an alignment, so okay. as long as I don't roll a natural one, I can pass it. That's, uh, that's what promises. What's her use magic device? So putting that in the face mask in the uh, party loot, and then was it uh, Thunder's taking the iron stone, and then is somebody taking the wand? Uh, is, is Raging Thunder taking the CPS snake sigil wand as well, or putting in the loot for now? Ah, put in the loot for now. I don't know of a particular use for it at the moment. It's, it's a bit niche, right. and at this level, a bit odd. Yes. I think it really is more of a curiosity than anything really useful at the moment. It charges. Uh... Do you need your coloring book or sketch pad here? Okay. And my beads. You got your beads. Okay. You play with your beads. All right, um, so I guess the rest of the party should be oh, in the room at this point. Uh, there's doors to the north and doors to the south. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. I have a feeling for south. Sounds good. Alright. Arrow will test the door. You're checking it for traps? That's a perception check? The door is found wanted. Wanting. Perception check? Yep. Let's see. Nihilator tap, fire, serpents. I'm not really sensing a theme besides just magic weighing here. So it's a museum. Um, you do not believe the door is trapped. Do I push or pull? Um, let's see. Always the question, isn't it? Um, I'm just asking because thing asked we'll, we'll, we'll say push. Okay. So she pushes against the door. Slowly. Alright. This 60-foot-high room is almost completely filled by a twisted metal pillar that rises up from the floor to apparently pierce the ceiling above. A narrow flight of stone steps, only two feet in width, 
winds up the side of the pillar to the ceiling. A strange butterfly-shaped room with what appears to be closed eyes on its wings is carved onto the middle of each step's riser. Desna? Desna! The moon goddess. I'll be damned. Hmm. That is an ancient Thessalonian symbol for Desna. Um, usually one associated with her power over dreams. Hmm. As I said before, dreaming is a form of traveling. So there's a staircase up the outside of this thing? Uh, yes, it's along the outside of the pillar. I could take a quick jog up the steps. Would you like to? Yeah, go, go see the ceiling. Arrow volunteers to explore. Okay. Should we tie a rope to you or something? Or? <laughs> I believe you already used our rope. What, we only had one rope? <laughs> hmm. That is a good question. Alex, how many ropes do we have? Um, I don't know. How many ropes do you guys have? <laughs> Alex doesn't look into everybody's inventory. Well, she has such a vast knowledge. Not that you admit. Of other things... She doesn't know what you guys keep in your packs. Well, maybe Arrow's pack. Um, She's a curious little sparrow. Anyway, no, I do not think a tether is necessary. All right. If I am disturbed. Well, what if you fall? I think I'll be all right. I managed just fine in that chamber where we was when we were visited by that god and you lost that armor. Yeah. Lost the armor. Not not to rub salt in your wound, my friend. I, I meant to remind you. I'm going to climb the stairs now. No, you're capable, I understand. <coughs> So awkwardly, she she ascends the stairway. All right. There is a slight oddity to the stairs. They actually um, uh, slope outward slightly, and 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 kind of require a bit of balance to not fall off them as you're stepping up. So acrobatics check. Yes. You're able to ascend them fine and very quickly with your rapid pace. As you're approaching the spot where they meet the ceiling, you feel something pull at you. Make a will save. Alright. 
Uh, you resist it and find yourself um, at the top of the ceiling. Your head resting against it as the steps just meet up with the top. That's strange. What happened? Nothing. The steps just stopped. Maybe you have to come down them. Perhaps. She dares to knock on the ceiling. If it does anything. Alright. Um, no, it does not do anything. So it's Alright, so... Alex... Arrow... How many steps you don't hear the calls on Yanathotep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, Travis, Discord also just has a push-to-talk mode, which might be appropriate at times, too, depending. But, uh... <laughs> um, so, okay. It depends on how long she wants to be a douche. Sure. So, Is there a specific number of steps up the uh, staircase? I forgot to count. Mm. So, um, Arrow descends, and pro- perhaps by her own Oh, sorry. Uh, my fault. Did I do this wrong? She has. Uh, I might have to do a small rip on here. Okay. Okay. Sorry, my fault. When you make the save, you you feel in control and step further and continue up the steps. And to the rest of the party's eyes, Arrow disappears. Ah. Hmm. Fascinating. Ah. Okay. Hmm. I might know what that is. The ceiling ate her. Let's let's go rescue her yeah, from the ceiling. <laughs> Can I uh, make a spellcraft uh, check? One, one moment as I say something privately to Heather. So, uh, you find yourself standing atop a 20-foot diameter space. Probably one of those cloaker things. Uh, at the top of a tower high above so the forest. You, you are uh, a peak over the side, shows that you're about 1,200 feet above a forest below. Well, we did come across And the winding staircase is the standing. only route down other yeah. than a fall. A chill breeze whips across the structure, and at the center of the top of the tower is a miniature version of the tower, held aloft by three delicate metal statues of butterflies, who cradled the tower's foundation in their wings. Okay, I'm back. You can make any questions as you wish. Um, Alex gives a little shriek. Arrow! Where'd she go? Was that bad? The alienator. No! You must rescue her. It's probably one of those cloaker things. Okay. Just... The, this is a place of spells. thinking this is a spell effect. Can I make a spellcraft check? Yes. All right. And that would be a 41. All right. 
Um. Hmm. Uh, so, are you detecting magic as you do this? Yes. All right. You get an immediate headache and momentary blindness as you look upon the structure. It has a overwhelming conjuration magic aura. After you take a moment, and it still hurts looking at it, but you take a moment to study it, and you get the feeling of mm, something to do with planar travel, perhaps, either being summoned into this world or, or, or entering another plane. But it is strong and simply put above even your experienced pay grade. Oh, this hurts a lot. Uh, what is Arrow doing? This is a very this this is a very powerful enchantment. Oh, no, could is it she gone forever? Possibly. I think she is. In another plane. Uh, could this possibly yeah, be stairs? entrance Sorry. to Lang? Oh, I suppose we were looking for an entrance to Lang. Uh, one, one moment, fellas. <clears throat> what is Arrow doing? Uh, aside from being awestruck in her location, um, Arrow tries to see if she can walk backwards on the steps before oh. continuing forward. Are we supposed to be hearing Heather? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, make an acrobatics check. For the folks at home, that was a 33. Mm. Yeah, it's always nice to call it your skill tricks. Just just as Alex is is about to pull out her rapier and charge forward, uh, Arrow suddenly pops back into existence, walking down the stairs. Arrow! Ah. Is, Is that really you? Yes, that's me. What? What happened? You disappeared. Was it something bad? Have you been gone for years and years and years? Do you even remember us anymore? I called you Sparrow, did I not? Oh, you did. (laughs) Are you really Alex? I think I am. (laughs) I mean, Arrow. (laughs) I'm fairly certain I am who I am. Where did you go? Uh, Tell us something only you would know. Let's see. Gorum, you would make a sausage out of anything. And I mean anything. Mm. Ah, but I think more people than Arrow know that. Therefore, you must not be Arrow. Oh, for goodness sake. (laughs) 
your catchphrase is blood for Desna. Many people have heard that. Most of them not alive. Yes, but but, uh, but uh, yes. <laughs> you have a birthmark on your pinky toe. Mm. Uh, I guess Arrow could check her for trap. I mean, uh, Alex could check her for traps. Why would she be trapped? By the way, Lockhart had a smug grin on his face. Hmm? I always have a smug grin on my face when I'm GMing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of the standard operating procedure. Sure, when you're GMing. <laughs> I saw something rather spectacular while I was on the other side. Tell us all about it. I was... Was there treasure? No. I was... I was above a forest. It was just a sea of green. And this tower was so minuscule in my, in my field of vision. Yet the... The stairs just continued upwards. And the, and the tower that I was seeing was nestled upon the Desna-like wings of a butterfly. Or several butterflies, actually. Hmm. It was quite sobering. I almost felt like I was on a vision quest again. Just without the cactus juice. Cactus Juice Tower. It's good cactus juice. Do, do you think it'll work for the rest of us? Perhaps. I managed to pass fairly easily. There is a pool, just to warn you. I... A pool? No, a, a tug feeling. I felt it... Huh. I fear no tug. I felt it pull at my willpower, though from what I've seen of this group, that's probably not a... Uh, perhaps not a problem. But the stairs are treacherous, so you must be careful. Right. What does the party wish to do? Uh, so we all go upstairs? That I believe that is where we were always meant to go to. Just... Heather is leaving for a quick bio break. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you and your biological organism functioning. Um, but yes. Does someone else wish to traverse the stairs? I will try to traverse the stairs. Alright. Uh, make an acrobatics check. Thoughts full of glorious blood for Desna and whatnot. Oh. 
10. Ah! I am rolling poorly tonight. It's good we haven't fought anything. Oops. But they update the sheets, and now I'm uh, rolling badly again. Okay. Uh, make a reflex save. Reflex. Oh. Jeez. Gorm. Natural one. He almost gets to the top. And then right when he's about 50 feet off the ground, he, he, he steps and the stairs aren't there. And he tries to reach out, but he, he slips and does the splits down and fumbles and falls hard and quite some distance. Gorm! He, he falls, like, straight off he, of it? He, he falls, <clears throat> yeah, like, the, the stairs are, like, they're slanted. Uh, yeah. Off the side. Is Arrow uh, fast enough to uh, try to catch him? To, um, um, actually, I had oh, another thought. Fair enough. Um, yes, good point. Uh, with a quick thought from the Raging Thunder, Gorum lightly lands on the ground instead of heavily. Ah, it was okay. I was gonna land on my head. I suppose you're all right then. Just be here. Ah, uh, I need to remember. Alex has that too. <laughs> regardless, yes, Gorum is good. Um, maybe try stepping on the stairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try stepping on the stairs. How low of a roll was it on acrobatics? That, that was pretty low. That was pretty low. Do you wish to make another acrobatics check? Sure, Pharaoh can do this. All right. There's another slight moment of, of worry when, when Gorm reaches the spot he fell before. But he remembers to stay close to the wall. And continues upward and... Make a roll save. Oh. Uh, one will save or two will saves? You can make the better of two if you wish. Or wait, is that specifically for mind affecting? It might just be the one will save. Um, okay. Uh, 24 okay. then. Um... You feel the pull, and you grab a hold of it with your mind, and you find yourself uh, standing atop a very tall tower, the same diameter of what you were just walking around. Stairs extend in a spiral down 1,200 feet, and at the bottom um, is a beautiful almost enchanted-looking forest with just a... Um, just just as a, a glen around it, spreading out as, as, as far as you can see with, with small pockets, showing flying birds and butterflies. Uh, you're at the top of the tower, a cool breeze whipping across, but, but causing you um, no, no sense of unbalance. Uh, you see at the center of the flat landing is 
a miniature version of the tower you stand upon, held aloft by three delicate metal statues of butterflies who cradle the tower's foundation in their wings. Looking at them closely, you get the impression or, or an idea, a vague notion, that the butterfly statues are in fact breathing and, and subtly shifting their weights as though alive. You also see... So, so it's a, like a, a tower mini? Yes. You also see below the, the, the uh, statues is a small alcove and you see a faintly smoking sensor. Back to the Hall of Magical Wonders. Who is climbing next? I will fly up there. Uh, are you flying or using the steps? I believe you still have Overland Flight cast upon you. That's correct. I will fly up. All right. See if it does. Fly up and almost hit the ceiling, stopping just barely in time before cracking your head on it. All right. In that case, it appears that a journey must be made for this. So I will fly back down to the floor, and then I will. Yes, walk upwards. All right. Uh, make an acrobatics check. All right, fortunately. Ouch. Oh, acrobatics. And that is a 16. Very good. I'll make a will save. That's a natural right. 20. You feel the tug. You grapple onto it and disappear from the room and reappear at the top of the steps to the uh, scene that greeted Gorham as well. You also see a hollow in the center of the top of the tower with this sensor inside it. Is Era coming back up? Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the sensor. Yes, uh, a, a little pot of, of smoke and stuff. Incense yeah. thing? Could, um, oh, sense. Can I try and pick that up? One, one, one moment. Uh, Alex is not going up. Do you want her to go first? Um, ah. Errol offers her hand to her. Okay. Alex takes her hand. And both can make acrobatics checks. Okay. Alex apparently is a little bit stumble-footed holding on to Arrow's hand, but nevertheless is able to succeed, and both can make will saves. It's a 32 and a 19. 
next appearing at the top of the tower is Arrow, uh, following behind her holding hands, Alex. And all the parties now on top of this. Um, uh, I'm gl- glad you could join us. Ooh. This is beautiful. And the butterflies. And, and yo, you didn't mention the sensor. She, she points to an empty hollow at the top of the tower. I... Oh. I missed that. I don't see what she's pointing at. Uh, if I'm detecting magic, will I still get that overwhelming feeling? Um, yes. Yes, you do. It's uncomfortable. So your head explodes? I'm sorry? But are you, are you detecting magic? Because your head explodes from... Oh, sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I get crosstalk here. Are you detecting magic? Ah, uh, yes. You do get the overwhelming sensation, but you're also able to see that the sensor in the hollow is magical. Hmm. Well, I would like to come up to it, examine it, see if I can determine okay. what kind of uh, magic. Arrow, you see Raging Thunder give that pensive look like he's detecting magic as he walks toward this hollow that, that Alex was pointing at. He reaches into it and seems to grab air and is kind of basically looks to be pretending to examine something in his hands. Uh, make a spellcraft check, uh, Travis. Okay, that's a 34. All right. Uh, you identify it as a uh, sensor of dreams, which protects sleeping minds from the fell influence of magical nightmares. Mm. Oh, that could be extremely handy in a place like this. A sensor of dreams. Somebody could add that to me. Hello? Hello? Hi. Want that in the party later? Raging Thunder is muttering something about sensor of dreams as he's holding this nothing in his hands. I see nothing. What? The magic pot? You can see it? How could you not? I am holding it in my hands. I mean, it's not... Come here, see if you can... It's not pottery, but it's... Just as good as any other kind of artifact. Well, what does it look like? Oh, it's all kind of bronze and brass and copper. There's a bit of silver in it too, and and, and there's a little bit small lid, and and nice openings there for incense to come out of. Uh, Not not the stick kind, but the little pucks. And there's nice little handles that kind of look like they're they're almost little little claws or something like that, and a nice uh, star-shaped face, and it's very pretty. You can't see it? I cannot. Hmm. Oh, that, that is odd. Why are you not able to see this? Perhaps because maybe, I maybe am not a Maybe it's a Desna thing. I can see it. Gorm, you're, you're feeling great here. You're, you're feeling like 
that same excitement you get when you fall asleep and you're in one of those really vivid dreams of, of battle and riding across plains with your sword and, and, and slicing down foes of great size and numbers. Oh. You're, 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 you're feeling almost light as a feather here and, and, and just absolutely fantastic. I like you're, this you're place. You're also feeling fairly rested and, I mean, there, there, there's kind of that... That nice feeling of, of being on the edge of the of the nap, that, that comfortable feeling there. Great. Mm. Quick question. Is the sensor of dreams actually running right now? Is it burning anything? Uh, yes. It is um, currently emitting lavender-scented fumes. Hmm. Though it actually seems to be um, stopping this as you've picked it up. Is developing a theory. They're developing a theory. Everyone else is able to see this object except her, right? It seems so. Did they somehow fall asleep as they crossed the plains? Are you asking this aloud? Or are you looking for some sort of clue? Perhaps, well, out loud, Arrow speculates. Am I the only one awake right now? I don't think so. I'm awake. You... I'd try and pinch myself, that. but I've got armor. Oh, I can pinch your chin if you want. Ow. Well, I pinched him and it hurt, so he must be awake. Hmm. So Arrow reaches to pinch herself. There's a sharp pain. Hmm. Why can't I see this it? This odd. This bothers me. That's okay. It all, hmm. at various times okay. we're all not worthy. All right, I am going to go to Arrow, and then I'm going to take her hand, and I'm going to try to guide it to the uh, sensor, see if she can touch it. Okay. Um, he's moving your hand into air and holding it against air. Arrow flexes her fingers, trying to... Uh, her her, fi- her fingers uh, knock the sensor almost out of your hand to the ground. You, you feel odd. Uh, can I do a spellcraft or a knowledge or cat about this? Um, make a knowledge planes check if you're able to. Oh, I have no ranks in that, so I only know generic okay. information. Um. But untrained. Untrained is still 18. Hmm. I, I, I wonder if this is a kind of a plane or, or something that, well, Arrow, you're, you are a very stoic person, and, and, and maybe the plane is more attuned to more free-spirited type thinkers. I am too strict for this plane. Well, I mean, Destiny is a goddess of, of freedom and, and, and travel and, and not strict 
flaws. She she doesn't have lots of like paladin types or, or monks. Ah, I see. Yes, that makes, that makes sense. sense. So so maybe it doesn't work as good for you being here. Well, that explains it. At least I'm not going mad. You just need to loosen up. <coughs> I can well, help you with that. Um. <clears throat> what if we went back down the stairs? I suppose we would have down twelve hundred steps to the forest. I, I suppose, Era, did you just walk down the stairs to get back to the room? Yes. Did I... you have to walk down all the stairs? I merely took three steps backward. Hmm. All right. What does the party wish to do? Hmm. Should somebody try going down the stairs forward or? Well, I wouldn't back take forward. three steps backwards and see if. Well, I, I think you don't literally mean backwards. You mean going in the reverse direction, going down. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, oh, try flying down. He couldn't fly up. I doubt he could fly down. You might get to the bad. forest. I cannot see the forest. I can only see the trees. <laughs> I can see the trees and the forest. It's pretty easy. So? Oh. I crave the ground. I'm not used to such heights. I mean, it's sturdy and it's such a nice view. Alex says, getting very close to the edge and looking down. Sparrow? Hmm? She turns, her heels almost on the edge. She's still holding on to arrows. Alex? Hand, right? No, she's had to walk around now. She walked, she let go when she walked up to the sensor. I would feel better if you were holding on. Ah. Okay. Perhaps it would be best if you left the uh, went away from the edge. Well, but it's the best view. You can see the stairs going round and round and round. Mm. I think it's a mere illusion. You think this place is an illusion? So, so if I jumped, I would only. Is there a rock or something Perhaps. I can throw off the edge? Um, no, it's, it's, it's pretty clear, unless you've brought something in with you, or you're trying to toss the sensor or one of the butterflies in the miniature tower. How about a copper piece? Okay. Perhaps this is a dream in itself. Uh, you can toss a copper piece. 
You see it reflect and fall until it's too small to see. I think that's farther than the tower was tall. The pillar. Tower. I do not doubt that we are in a different place than we were originally. Thing is how I have traveled through portals before. Ooh. But there's. But Lang's supposed to be like a plateau or something, right? A desert. This isn't very deserty. <laughs> Let's see. What was Alex's place? Oh no, this isn't Lang. This is um, I think it's called the Dreaming Tower. Perhaps. Tell us about I it. I mostly exists in the dimension of dreams. Perhaps we shouldn't take any objects from this plane. This particular sensor, however, protects against various things that may intrude upon your dreams. Ah, I see. I, I mean, if it's um, from Desna, hmm. don't she want it, to give it to us as a gift? I'm sure she wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> or what do you think, Gorm? If there's a plane of dreams, well, is does the plane of dreams include nightmares, or is that a separate plane? I think that's a separate plane. Or maybe a different, deeper portion of it. But this spot, I think, is mostly for Desna's well, realm. Then nothing bad can come from here. I wonder well, where all the blood I keep sending to Desna ends up. I don't see any around perhaps here. Perhaps it fertilizes the soil. And grows the forest. Ooh, a mighty forest will grow. Well, it seems healthy. Well, the thing is, the sensor dreams is used for when a person is sleeping. So does I mean that we actually have to fall asleep beside it for it to take effect? Or is it because that we are in the Dreaming Tower itself that it has an effect on us anyways? So should we sleep here, or...? You plan to sleep on steps. Well, there's a flat top of the tower. Ah. Not a big tosser and turner. Must have that night terror with the spiders again. Ooh. Well, I mean, not going to be bad, but just just kind of wake up a couple hours ago. Okay, well, I guess we should go back then, because there's nothing more to see. Unless we can capture the butterflies in the little dream tower. That's probably not good. Yes, I... I do not understand this place. The Raging Thunder, you, you are also getting a reminiscent feeling of, of the visions you have as you sleep or as you dream of fathers suffer. And, and, and um, what's, what's the other one you use? Father Storm. Father Storm, Father Mother, Storm Zephyr. Mother Zephyr. That's what it is. <coughs> Excuse me. 
there, there is that. Yeah, you reminisce. There is that quality of you can almost imagine having received visions from them in a similar type of forest or glen as as this is, or 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 there's a similarity to the cool wind brushing over that has that nostalgic feeling to it. We should go down. We should go down to the forest. Uh, down the stairs, then? That's a long ways. I imagine Arrow doesn't have much okay. chance to dream with her two-hour naps and all that. That could be a reason, too. And she's so disciplined and she's worn the ring of sustenance for so long, she probably doesn't go into rent sleep. Well, she gets the benefit of it, but... She gets the benefit, but she doesn't go that deep, hmm. is my point. Well, granted, she meditates, mm -hmm. so I don't... Hmm. Arrow gave up her dreams. <laughs> it's sad. Well, she tries to be lawful for her people. Because, you know, she was training to be an elder. And it... Doesn't that just happen to you by not dying? Well, a leader. <coughs> a clan leader. One must be disciplined and... Mm. And um, firm. Alex spends the time of indecision mm -hmm. and apprehension of the party making notes in the journal. I, this whole place is feels familiar. It does have that pleasant eminent battlefield, but perhaps we need to return to the quest. Yes. But who's to say that our quest does not go down? The shard showed me well, that the that our next goal should be in a desert. Isn't it? Yeah. A... I'm trying to remember the desert now. I want to say it's purple, but that's ridiculous. Alex, you saw the vision as well, did you not? Oh, yes, I did see it. What did you interpret? Uh, it was kind of hard. I went quick. I think there was mountains and moons maybe more than one and 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 vast vast emptiness desert or snow or something it was quick i, I don't think the shard has a very good connection to where the other shard is are there moons or sun multiple suns or anything any celestial the, the, stuff the sky is actually here? slightly overcast. There's certainly the blueness and, and white clouds and, and a, a nice pleasant light, but it, it's kind of that diffused hiding behind a cloud brightness. 
there, there's no particular sun you can pinpoint. If you touch the shard now, do you get a stronger or weaker vision? Or I was just about to bring that up. Thank you very much. Since she was saying that uh, wasn't very well connected. What if Arrow reached into her pack, unwrapped the wrath shard, and tried to access the vision again? All right. You hold on to it, and this time the fuzzy the fuzziness starts just just immediately, and you just kind of get a, a, a brief vision of Galarian and of Giltspur, and and well, it it's really a whole bunch of fuzziness, and then there's a brief vision of that same barren wasteland and mountains before it, it it fails again. It's even worse this time; like you're even further away. It does not work here. Yeah, we, we should go back. I agree. <sighs> well, too bad we can't take the tower with us. But I guess we can take the sensor. At least have pleasant dreams. Yes. yes. Let us return. He, he points again to the non-existent air that all of them are looking at. Begrudgingly, she wraps up her wrath shard, sticks it back into her pouch, and leads the descent. Okay. Everybody's walking down the stairs? I agree with descent. (laughs) Yes, we shall go back down. Everyone can make acrobatics checks walking down the stairs. I'm going to fall to the forest. Perhaps, um, yeah. falls <laughs> I suppose this is too late to say, forest. but perhaps uh, we should hold hands. Yes, the one person can drag all the party down. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you can try that. Who's holding hands? At least we can help each other maintain balance. 17. Right? Oh, 24 for me. For well, I will tell you, so far everyone succeeded. 17 uh, for me. It's, it's not like they're impossible oh. stairs. They're, they're just a, a little tricky. So are they, are, do they appear canted like the they're, ones... They're the same steps. It's, it's the, the same tower. Stuff. Like it's, it's as though it's, it's just a part of the tower in, the, in that room. Uh, but yes, everyone succeeds and finds themselves walking down the stairs. And you see that Raging Thunder is holding a sensor arrow. Oh, no, I can see it. Frustrating. So it's just your vision in the other world was unclear. I think we should probably use the center when we are about to sleep. That sounds fair. That'll be nice. Mm. So that's like a you can use that every night thing? It's not a uh, limited charge we, or something? It, does someone want to read out its full description? Or I can do it if you want. I could try to read it. Okay, let's see. 
All right, it's, uh, a sensor of dreams can burn any type of incense as per a normal sensor, but it can also be commanded to emit lavender-scented fumes that fill a 30-foot radius spread for up to eight continuous hours per day, as long as the sensor remains immobile. Hmm. So there's yeah, so strong words. Uh, strong winds disperse the effect, and moving the sensor causes it to end immediately. Otherwise, uh, any creature that sleeps in this area gains a plus four bonus on all saving throws made against dream or nightmare related effects. Oh, I forgot to take out of stuff for a bit here. Oh well. Yeah. Skip over <laughs> the spoilers, please. Okay. A night hag uh, cannot use uh, her dream haunting ability in an area under this effect. And at the GM's discretion, and the, the effect can block other strange effects. Oh, you just Sorry. All right. And at GM's discretion, the effect can block other strange effects that uh, target sleeping or dreaming minds. Uh, all creatures who sleep for the full eight hours in this area awaken particularly refreshed, having had pleasant dreams in which they explored idyllic landscapes and spoke with charming and eccentric creatures. Upon awakening, these uh, subjects heal as if they had taken complete re bed rest for an entire day and night, recovering twice their character level and hit points. Nice. 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 I'm psyched for camping now. And I'm assuming that idyllic landscapes for Gorom just means lots of blood and death. Worshipping. Oh, or the sausage factory. It's true. But then you could have both. It's pretty much about the same thing. It's just, just basically a... Uh, oh, what's the term? Charnel house? Nah, I was going to think more production. You kill things, then you make sausage. Just production line. Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse Meat 5. Sure. Mm. The Mangler. Alright, the party returns back into the... What is this called again? Hall of Arcane Wonder! Ooh. Are we now Ooh. have a sleeping? So we have Sleepy's D. <laughs> so or Nyquil. Double doors the other way up or the doors below the fireball thingy. Yes. You see those alright? You can see the edge of them enough to know they're there. Travel back to the fireball room and into those doors. Okay, I'm going to have to put myself on mute. Sure. I think you can also somehow go push to talk. But, uh, anyway, 
thing still with me? Okay. Yes. Uh, yes, what would the party wish to do? Uh, you want to look below the fireball first? I can agree to that. Okay. Move the party back there in whatever position you wish. Uh, Alex does a perception and is able to confirm that there is uh, no traps to a bit of disappointment, but she's happy of the strange experience of the tower, so she's not as disappointed as before. Uh, Gorm finds a bit of resistance in pushing these doors open, and as you reveal them, it's shown why. Uh, that here it seems um, whatever protective wards holding these other rooms have failed in a similar manner as the Sphinx room, and it is almost completely filled with hardened lava flow. Shoddy construction. Aww. I guess we're going to go for the door from the Serpentarium. I want to see the other museum rooms. Hmm. Well, maybe there's more past the Serpentarium. Okay. I... I don't think we have time to dig through that much okay. rock. We do not have strong enough digging gear. My... We can always come back afterwards. I'm sorry. I wonder if I could get funding from the Pathfinders to do an excavation up here like the Giants were doing. <sighs> Perhaps. Think of all the discoveries that could be made. By far, we have not found any traps. And I'm back. Huzzah! Huzzah! Uh, so yes, party moves up to the next set of doors. Alex checks and does not find any traps. Then we open them. Uh, this reveals a hallway. Uh, it ends in a lava flow, but it splits off uh, to the left of the party's entrance, uh, heading to another set of double doors. Mm. This contains the similar giant proportions of the prior hall leading into the Museum of Arcane Wonders. Up and to the left, I'm guessing, since... It would seem to be the way forward. Mm, no traps here either. Hmm. I guess it's just opening door time then. Okay. Ooh. Uh, this, the ceiling of this vaulted 
cathedral-like chamber rises to a height of 60 feet above. The northeastern corner of the room is somewhat correct. Is that right? Northeast. Okay. That, um... That, that's can't... Oh, I, I see. Yeah, there's a little bit of collapse. I got you. There it is. Yep. That little roundness. Ah. It's alright. We cool. We cool. Uh, it's somewhat collapsed, but the rest of the chamber seems to be in good condition. Double doors open in the walls to the east and west, or stand closed in the case of the west, while four alcoves to the north and four to the south are occupied by statues of winged women with no faces and silvery swords gripped in their right hands. Four ten-foot-wide, fifteen-foot-tall glass jars capped with huge metal lids and filled with cloudy green liquid sit in the middle of the room. Large, shadowy shapes float inside of each jar. That's ominous. Like the little baby things that were in the jars in the other room? Uh, no, this fluid is more opaque and of a different hue. Certainly, I suppose, there's a certain amount of suspension. Um, though it seems in these cases the shapes are mostly towards the bottom. Not uh, suspended as nicely as the little jars. Hmm... Well, at least we know these statues are harmless unless they put harmful ones right af after the harmless ones so that we would dis Wait. not suspect them. Raging Thunder, did you inspect the room for us? Uh, absolutely. I will. But first, I will fly a little bit upwards. Just okay, how to get a better okay, enter the room, and how much is a little bit upwards? I will say thirty feet, okay. and then slowly scan. All right, there is the strong ores of the Gilspur so far. Uh, in addition, you're able to get a reading from uh, each of the jars. Uh, you can make a spellcraft check. Okay. Mm. All right. Spell there. Oh, and that would be a thirty-three. Each of the tanks has. An aura about it. It seems have to have a similar resonance to the other auras of the Giltspur, as as though there there's some sort of dependence or connectedness to it. Um, and Uh, it is a transmutation aura from each of them. 
but you're not quite mm-hmm. able to identify the spell or effects that is mimicked from it. Alright. So are they growing things in these bats or taxidermying things or Do you wish to take a look and try to perceive into one of the tanks? The the glass is clear if the fluid sure. is somewhat of a more thick nature. Are they closed lidded or closed lidded? Okay. So I won't just try and taste the fluid then. Uh, these, perception. These are large. perception. They are, they are ten foot wide, fifteen foot tall. Um, the first one you go up to, you, you can't see into it at all. Which one are you looking at? Um, probably this one okay. since I'm close to that. Um, it it just looks like cloudy greenness to you. Hmm. There is no sound coming from it. <laughs> that definitely not a meowing. Uh. Hey, marmalade is your code DM. Carry <laughs> the sound effects. Um. Well, I guess uh, if nobody ejects, I'll come down and try and peer into this one. Uh, all right. Maybe I should uh, cast a light spell behind it to uh, backlight it a little bit. Uh, it is still very thick. It doesn't help much. Um, however, Gorm is able to see in this one a, a quite a large creature. Uh, very long, possibly multiple limbs, though you, you think some of those are, are wings. Yes, um, a long neck, perhaps, or, or, or some sort of flaily appendage. Um, four stumpy-looking appendages and two wings, definitely. Perhaps... Like a dragon? Like maybe Capsule, or probably Cagulator Gas, just too big to fit into there, remember. Um, you haven't seen Casual Casta. Uh, but um, a, a dragon could be a shape that would fit this. How big are the dimensions again? Mm. Ten by twenty. Uh, ten feet wide, fifteen feet tall. Yeah. So not not a very old dragon unless they're compressed, but it might have an it impressive head. Depends on the species, but um... that be a weapon. Uh, Gorn seems, well, uh, if someone with the Knowledge Arcana wants to give a perception check, they might be able to give a better, uh, uh, determination of what it is. Would you like Alex to try it? Okay. Well, um, unfortunately, Raging Thunder... Okay, I have a 16, so I've, I've, I've done nothing. Um, Alex... Uh, from my vantage point, I could. You know, it's... 
Approximate. So, Alex is able to see into it. And, um, yes. Uh, I think it's, uh, I do think it's a dragon. Uh, not a wyvern. I, I definitely see four legs and wings. And then a tail and a neck and the horns. Uh, I think. It's hard to tell with the color. Oh, it's head. It's head but over I mine. think it's white or silver, maybe. Hmm. Uh, Raging could Thunder, could you move that light? Catalogastus color? Could you move that light around a little bit? Alright. I will. Try casting it to where she needs it to be? Yes, I think they're reflective. I. I I think a silver dragon. Sorry, uh, you were saying asking thing. Hmm. Those are good creatures. Oh, do we know the the um, Cadricasta's color, or do I just know that she's blue since I've seen the? I believe the party was able to do some research on her, and she is blue. blue. I think she's also of a worm category. The party knows. She is old. Ah. Not her, but could be a impressive enough head. So the mm. side is dead. Should we try and open it? It might be. It might be just trapped. And we'd be saving it. All right. What what I know of silver dragons? I failed the knowledge arcana, so not a lot. Um, you probably know vaguely that they're good aligned, but they are still dragons. So, so it's it's kind of the thing of very proud and dangerous still, but they typically don't hold malice or ill intent for humans. Hard to say. I would not feel right about killing a good creature. Right. I'm, I'm proposing we free it. I think the glass is pretty thin. Because we're good people. Yeah. Alright. And not free it in order to make sausage out of it. Perhaps we well. should inspect the other tubes as well. Indeed. Okay. Right. Um... Well, Alex can't fail her perception, so... I'll go with that, and I'll give a go with that. So, in uh, this tube here, uh, Alex is able to identify an aberration that appears to be something of a stalactite with an eye in its center, and tentacles extruding for it, called a roper. Ah. Um, they're also intelligent, but not very nice, from what I've heard. Very yeah. strange intellect, like most aberrations. Oh. Let's leave that be, then. Or we could try with that since it's safer than experimenting with the dragon and see if it's live and then we know if we need to free the dragon or uh and then this one she is able to identify 
a um, creature somewhat larger than a badger, uh, powerfully built, with um, uh, with eight legs on it, called an Aru Mavurex. It's it's a magical beast. From where? They are rolling for us. They, they can be found in the wild. Make an altar can if you wish. Yeah, I definitely will. They can be found in the wild, or sometimes Great experiments from wizards. Um, I mean, they're they're they're. They can be trained, but they're they're mostly just strong beasts and fairly vicious. <sighs> not evil, just vicious. Like I, a badger. I do not believe I, I have ever like come a badger with them. eight legs. I have never come eight across eight claws. Hmm. How very odd. But it's smaller than a roper or a dragon. Mm. Is it a, would it be impressive enough that. to uh, be featured in a bordello, perhaps? Um, may, maybe a small bordello. It's, I mean, it's not a dragon or anything. If, if it is anything like a badger, then sometimes the smallest creature can be the most True. vicious. Uh, let's take a look at this. Did I look? I look directly at Gorum. Uh, yeah, but she doesn't want vicious. She wants impressive. And then in this one here, it looks like a big spider with a human face. Um, I think those are called phase spiders. Phase spiders. spiders. Uh, they, they kind of live partly in the material world, but they can jump into the ethereal plane, and then they ambush and bite you, and then they jump back, and then they jump back and ambush and bite you again until you're dead, and then they take you back to the nest to eat you. Wonderful. Mm. <sighs> Should we open that one, then? Well, they're not doing any good in the jars. That's it. It is true. Um, Can I be, actually detect any magic inside these vats? You've already done that. The The magic is from inside the vats. Okay. So, preserve museum uh, uh, exhibits <coughs> or... Preservation creatures. Well, if they're exhibits, then preservation magic would make sense. Or they could be like, you know, using their life force to power the enchantments in here or something. Well, if we are if we are to free anything, I would vote the silver dragon is less likely to attack us. Okay. That is my hoping. So should I just hit it with the sword then? 
I'm in the jar to free it, or? I'm bruised. Is there a obvious opening? There's a lid of metal, but it's a bit beyond your reach. I will try to lift the lid. Oh, that's true. Out of reach. I could try to shoot the top. Yes, but an arrow is not typically going to budge a heavy metal lid. It could break the glass, but Gorm's sword can do that too. The glass doesn't look particularly fortified. All right, uh, declaration of intent to tap the glass on the one containing the dragon All with right. my sword. Tapping or intent to break? Are, are you trying to get a response? Uh, oh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tap to see if it responds, and then I'll evaluate a sender attempt. Okay. Uh, you tap and make a perception check? Is just there. All right. <clears throat> Twenty-six. Uh, you don't see any movement or any response. All right. I I will attack the glass. All right. You strike at the fluid. Um, the rest of the party is inside the room by now, I imagine. Right. Alice is. Gone around. Probably was staring at this yeah. one last. Yeah, I'm 30 feet above it. Fire it and which one is this with the dragon? It's, it's the one you're this, at. This one here. One I missed. Okay. And would Arrow have entered the room by now? Yep. Okay. Alright. Uh, the glass shatters very quickly upon a blow from Gorm's sword. And the party oh. can make a reflex save as all of a sudden the goop slides forth towards you in a thick sweeping wave. Oh, is it a slime? Okay, uh, even me? How, how, remind me how high above you were. 30 okay, feet? If you are 30 feet up, you do not. Twenty wow. reflex. Okay. The party holds firm as the dragon slowly shakes off a bit of the slime, stands and stretches up, and we will leave it there for tonight. All right. Ah. Leaving out a cliffhanger. Nice. A potentially very long cliffhanger. But it's a good time. It's a good time. Either a long combat or a long deception. Okay. Alright. There's a lot of talking involved, I'm assuming. Yes. Well, it's a dragon, 
Anyway, unless there's anything else, we will stop the recording here. All right. So. And we'll see y'all in three weeks. Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Dungeon. See you later, people at home. Boop, boop.